Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Schurm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. A nutritionist by trade, Alexa has rebelled against common misconceptions about nutrition and has created a realistic health style that will allow you to live a healthy, satisfied, and more simplistic life. It's raw, it's real, it's unfiltered. It's Simple Roots Radio. And now your host, Alexa Scherr. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Alexa, and I have for you a very special bonus episode called Breakfast with Alexa. We've been hitting some pretty hard nutrition topics, and so I thought I would take a break from our normal program to have a little fun and allow me to spill the beans on everything that is happening in my own life. So we'll be digging into what I'm having for breakfast and what I wished I was having for breakfast, some of my favorite products and the things I'm loving currently, as well as a continuation into my own journey of ownership and where Simple Ritz is going. I hope you find this enjoyable and just like a little refresher for your day. That's really what I want it to be. Just honestly, like we're sitting down having a normal conversation together, just getting to know each other more and just helping each other on this journey because that's what it's all about. It's about a community of people who can push one another on to be better. So so if I sat down at breakfast, what I would be having or ordering would be much different than what I'm having today, although I do love what I'm having. Currently, I'm having muesli, which, by the way, is like the best version of oatmeal there is. One, because it's more flavorful. Don't get me wrong. I love oatmeal, but it's a little on the bland side. Muesli has like all the superfoods in it, a little bit more spices. And so to me, it just seems not only more nourishing, but more satisfying and more flavorful, which I love. So I have muesli with unsweetened almond milk and some chopped apples in it. It's delicious. It reminds me of fall. I've even warmed the milk a little bit. I don't cook the muesli and with the milk, but I warm the milk and I pour over the muesli. So it's like a warm thing on what turned out to be like a really brisk morning here. And with that, I had a green shake. Now, the reason I had a green shake, which this morning just turned out to be like a greens powder with protein powder mixed together in water. That's it. I know it sounds crazy, but this greens powder and the shake powder that I use, I really, really do like. So I'll add that in the show notes. But the reason I'm doing this green shake is I've been doing this hormonal reset diet that I've been putting together and just researching and working on and just experimenting in my own life because I feel like if I have value from it, you're going to have value from it. And so I just like to test this stuff out before I just put it out there, Um, kind of know that it's going to work. Anyways, I know from my own personal journey that I need to reset my hormones after three babies and nursing and just being a young female and going through all of that, no matter what age you are, male or female, we all need to reset our hormones and just reset our body because it's the communication of our system. And so it's just good to do. And so as I've been working on this, one of the things that I found through research is that just having a green shake at a meal, especially in the morning, is really going to amplify your hormonal flow throughout the day because it's providing those essential nutrients that we maybe wouldn't get with our traditional breakfast. So I've just kind of put myself on this challenge to have a green shake every day for a while. Um, I'm not going to tell you how long because I don't want to give too many details of this hormonal reset diet. But every day for a while, uh, in addition to something else, because something else is much needed in my life, I can't goodbye just on 
uh, shake and grains. It's just not in me. And so I've been doing that and I really, really like it. It just is like a good natural booster. You know, like I don't need the caffeine. I don't have that urge in the morning to eat and snack. It really just energizes me throughout the rest of the day. So I really am loving it. Again, so it's muesli, unsweetened almond milk, and a green shake, which is delicious. But if I were to sit down at a restaurant, I probably would not order muesli or a green shake. What I would order is Eggs Benedict. I have been obsessed with Eggs Benedict. I would probably order it for dinner if most restaurants offered breakfast all day. But the reason is just those poached eggs with like a different combination of flavors, whether it's salmon or a Mediterranean eggs benedict, whatever it is, is amazing. The hollandaise sauce out of this world. Something that I have yet to master. I would really like to put how you could do eggs benedict on the fly on my blog. Maybe it will be coming. I need to work on that for my own benefit. But in the meantime, I just love ordering eggs benedict out. I don't get the English muffin or the bread or the toast. One, because it's just a filler and you can't really taste it. And two, try to be gluten-free as much as I can for the sake of my own family um, who do have gluten sensitivities. But for myself, it just doesn't react well to gluten. So if they didn't have gluten-free bread, 95% of the time, I would just order it without any because all the flavor is in all of those toppings, right? So Eggs Benedict is definitely what I would order out, maybe with some kind of tea. Um, Speaking of tea, one of my first current obsessions is the Tiavana teas. I don't know if anyone has tried those Tiavana teas, but they are amazing. And they just came out with their fall flavors, which are my favorite, fall and winter. I just like tea warm and spicy, things that you wouldn't necessarily see in their summer variations. And so the Tiavana tea that I'm currently loving is called caramel chai. It is so, so, so good. What I do is that a few years ago, or maybe it was even last year, I bought their perfect tea maker, which is literally $20. It's the greatest thing ever. So you basically put the loose leaf tea in the top and then you pour hot water over it and you let it steep. And then you just set this tea maker on top of your cup and all the tea comes out the bottom. So you know you never get the loose leaf tea in your tea and you don't have to separate it with all those weird contraptions, but it just makes it so easy and so smooth and I wouldn't know what to do without it. And now I'm just like this massive fan of loose leaf tea. I don't even do the bag stuff anymore because loose leaf is the way to go. Not to mention you get more antioxidants and nutritional value. Not that this is a nutritional show, but super important. So you gotta check out the Tivana stuff. I'm telling you, it's an obsession. It will eat away at your wallet, but it is definitely worth it. And as I tell my husband, it's less expensive than going to Starbucks every morning and getting what I would really get there. And this is just as good. Like, I don't even need that because this tea is amazing. Plus, it's what Starbucks uses anyways, right? So it's all good. So check that out. That's my breakfast. That's kind of like the rundown on what I normally do for breakfast. I make it big. I make it my one of my largest meals of the day. I really like it. It doesn't really determine what time I eat it. I've been trying to eat it about an hour after I wake up or within that hour again, just for the hormonal flow, just testing that out. But I'll keep you posted on if I find a specific time. Really, I just go based off of more of intermittent fasting. So I try to allow my body at least 12 to 13, if not 14 hours at night without food in my system to just keep that good hormonal flow working and to keep my body in that rejuvenation stage and not just in this stressed overwork state that happens when we consume food. So that's that. Um, Another really cool thing that I learned this week, 
don't know if this is cool or scary or both or frightening, but I've had a lot of health issues this last year, more than um, more than I even like to believe. You know, I'm a nutritionist. I eat really well. I take care of my body. Maybe I wasn't taking care of my body as well this last year or before I got hit with this really horrible um, sickness. I was kind of overworking myself, stressed, working late into the night, waking up early to work, you know, doing all of the mom duties in between. And I got really run down. And so I got really sick. But come to find out after nine months of treatment, still like better, much, much better than I was, but still not like, okay, why am I not getting fully better? Like what's going on? Um, I mentioned in the last episode that I gained about 15 to 20 pounds. um, We'll say 15 pounds of weight, mostly water weight during that time. My lymphatic system has been all messed up. Um, but a lot of weight during that time and it happened really, really quickly. You know, I, I hear people like this and I had heard of people like this. I hear of them now where I just all of a sudden gained all this weight. I don't know why I'm doing everything right. That's kind of how I am. I'm eating really well, sleeping really well, and I still can't shake that weight. And so I just know my body's hanging on to it because I'm not fully better. But this week I took this amazing course, muscle testing, I'm going to talk more about it, hopefully have someone on the show that's going to explain a little bit more. But through that, I found that my home is toxic. So I found that I'm just simply living in a toxic environment, which is fascinating considering we don't live in an old house and we were pretty cautious about what we did to this house. But I'm full of industrial toxins. Surprise, surprise. And so now we're just working in our house to try and um, basically contain the industrial toxins, cover them up. We're getting a fresh air exchanger in our house to try and help this because as long as I live here, I'm never fully going to get better. And we really want to stay here because we really like where we live and we have no intent on moving. And so uh, we have to deal with the issue. Anyway, super fascinating. But I really feel like once we deal with this toxic issue in our house that maybe most people wouldn't really have the effects of just coming in here. I mean, it's not like crazy toxic, right? But just learning through this class, just like things like what mold can do to people, you know, if you work in a moldy environment, live in a moldy environment, it's amazing how quickly that can make your body go downhill. Given that mold toxicity in your body, the three most common symptoms are fatigue, brain fog, and unexplained weight gain and an inability to lose weight. So there's going to be a fungus doc coming on to talk all about that and what you can do to help that if you're one of those people who seems like, I just don't get why all of a sudden I gained all this weight. Again, we like to believe it's our hormonal flow, and some of it is just backed up hormonal flow. But in the end, it really could just be what you're surrounded with, what you're breathing in, and this toxic load that's inside of our body. And now we just have to deal with that, and then you can fully get better. So I'll keep you posted on my journey and how that's going And I didn't want to make this really scientific. So I promise those episodes are coming and I have some really great people coming on to talk about those and experts. And I'll talk again about my own journey with that. Um, But just to continue on with this own journey a little bit. So two things that I'm really loving have to go along with this and my healing process. One is that I have this really messed up lymphatic system. When I was really sick, I could gain about 12 to 15 pounds in water weight in any given day. So I would just swell up like really, really bad. And I'm not talking in my extremities, like I'm not talking in my hands and my feet. I would notice it in my abdomen, like it would look like I was six months pregnant and I wasn't and in my legs and, you know, kind of close to my organs, which is concerning as well. So I had a lot of bad kidney issues going on. But even more than that, I think it was determined later this summer that a lot of it just boiled down to my C-section scar, which 
when I had my C-section, it was kind of a traumatic birth. Like it was not a planned C-section. It was uh, more of an emergency C-section, not critical, but it turned critical during the process. And it just did a lot of internal damage to me more than I knew, you know, until I got sick. And so what I've been doing for that, which has greatly helped my lymphatic flow, which is amazing when you get into scarring and what scarring does to our body, no matter where it is, is it just kind of creates this barrier in our body and our body doesn't let things pass through it. And so I've been working on my scar tissue and my stomach, which was really indented with the scar, like pulled in like a really bad tummy tuck and scars really should be flush with your skin. And that pulling in was just this major barrier. And so my lymphatic flow wasn't able to get from my legs back up to um, near my heart where it dumps. And this was causing a lot of issues. And so I've been doing cupping massages. I'm sure you've heard about cupping massages after the Olympics. And it's like those dinosaur spots that you saw on the swimmers' backs and the athletes' backs can create bruising. But I've been doing that to just help release the fascia and my abdomen. It has been amazing. It hurts a little bit. I don't bruise like that in my abdomen, but it feels really, really incredible. And it has helped release so much fascia. I've also been working with a lymphatic specialist on just massage that I can do at home to keep my lymphatic flow moving. And just like that five minutes a day that I do with my lymphatic flow has helped tremendously. So I would highly recommend looking into the lymphatic system, working your scars if you had them, going to someone you know, maybe even doing a cupping massage with not just like a relaxation massage, but someone who knows like more of the medical aspect of that. So it's been really, really fascinating to do that and go through that process and just to learn that there's not a lot of information on the lymphatic system and what scars, even like C-section scars are doing to our lymphatic flow, which in the end just mess with our immune system and our hormonal flow and all of this. So it is really a critical thing, something that I really want to start talking more about because I found so many benefits from just dealing with that, which could be the root cause of this. But to go along with that, something that I found really beneficial is compression wear. And, you know, some people would say shapewear, but like, I'm just not a shapewear girl because I don't wear like a lot of fancy clothes very often. Remember, my previous life was working in a gym and teaching fitness classes. So I still have like the attire of a gym owner. So with that being said, typical compression wear that you would wear under clothes just was not cutting it for me. So I found, or actually my mom found, Athleta's Stealth Tight, which is a compression tight that you could wear like as a legging, but it's compression. Seriously, these things are amazing. And I noticed huge effects every day at the end of the day when I take them off. And I'm like, wow, like I just don't feel as bloated because it helps kind of squeeze that lymphatic fluid where it needed to go instead of just keeping it stagnant. So again, that's Athleta's Stealth Tight. Definitely check them out. They're expensive. I get that. They're not outrageous. They are expensive, but they are worth it. I think shapewear like Spanx is expensive, right? It's just a matter of choice. Now, my philosophy coming from this really cheap mind of just liking deals and liking cheap things and an expensive thing, getting the most for my dollar is what I'm finding with my wardrobe is that I'd rather spend a little bit more money and get really nice things that are going to last and have less things than have a whole bunch of things that I don't really love and nothing fits my body really well. 
and just in the end being more frustrated, so buying more and more things. So I found I'm less compulsive with buying when I'm strategic about what I do buy and I just buy nicer things that I can carry over from season to season because I've been doing the capsule wardrobe, which Courtney Carver, the founder of Project 333, which is just a fashion minimalist wardrobe project was on the show. And I'll link that in the show notes as well because that was a really great uh, talk, but it's something I would really encourage you to do. So 33 items are less. I have a few more than that because I don't include my workout attire or my pajamas in that. That's just like everyday clothes that I wear. But again, that's the Athleta Steltite is definitely in there in the regimen because they are amazing. They've kind of become a staple. I actually want to get a second pair just because I wear them so often. Woo. So <laughs> moving forward, normally I wouldn't just be the only one talking, right? I'd probably be asking tons of questions about you, but we'll keep going. So I have to tell you, this is my favorite season. The fall season has got to be the best. This time in the year when you wake up and it's chilly outside and you have to wear a coat, but it's not freezing. Like it's not winter parka boots and all of that. It's just like a nice light coat. It's a beautiful outside. And all you want to do is wrap up in a blanket, light a candle and drink hot tea, right? First of all, if my dream night would be to do all of that, but watch the new show, This Is Us. Have you guys seen it? It's really great. I've only seen one episode, but I'm kind of obsessed with it. I made my husband watch it the other night and I couldn't really read him on whether he loved it or not. He said he's going to give it another episode before he distinguishes whether it's a show I should just watch on my own or one he's going to watch with me. Either way, I'm not giving it up. I think it's really, really great. I love the previous show, Parenthood, that ended a few years ago. And so I really like This Is Us. It's one of my new favorite shows on TV, I think. And so I can't wait to catch up with that, but I would be curled up on the couch, the blanket, candles lit, hot tea, watching This Is Us. But here's the deal. Candles. Like, can someone tell me what a great brand of candles is that's non-toxic? Like, I'm talking no soy, no artificial ingredients, like smells or anything like that. Now, I don't say this to be like, oh, like... She's getting all unrealistic on us, but I'm just saying this because candles emit a lot of toxins and coming from someone who's sick on toxins, I have to be really careful about the things that I do inhale. And I love essential oils and diffusers, but there's just something about lighting a candle. So if you have a great non-toxic brand that again, is not soy based, I would love to know. So make sure you shoot me an email back with that because I want to know all about it and I want to buy them. But let's be honest, how often does that realistic night occur? Rarely, right? Like we have to record these shows or watch them on Hulu much after they've aired because our life is crazy. And we have three little girls, but they're still little girls. So how is our life so crazy? I'm not really sure, but it's like once they hit school, it's all downhill from there. Now, granted, we're taking this with a grain of salt. I love it. I love that they're in activities. I love that they're doing things, but I'm really like big into this family dinner and I'm just never willing to compromise that simply because I know statistically how healthy it is for not just the kids, but us. Like sitting down to meals is like critical for us as well. So I just recently released a post, blog post on slow cooker recipes, which was crazy popular, which I'm glad. So I'm glad to know that I'm not the only one who has a love affair with their slow cooker. I've really developed this new passion. And one of the things I'm really trying to work on is just like streamlining this, creating a system that's easy to follow. And we know it's going to make us through the whole week because one of my biggest issues I have with cooking and food prep and meal planning is that 
I do really great for like the first three days of the week. And then by the end of the week, I'm like, oh, we have nothing left, like nothing left. There's no leftovers. There's nothing left. And so my husband and myself are like fighting for scraps. We actually got into a little argument over the fact that he takes everything good left with him to work because he gets up earlier than I do and he packs his lunch and he gets out of the house with it. It's like he grabs it and runs. And so there's a little argument that he was taking everything healthy away from me. But it just goes to show that we don't have a great plan and we don't cook enough. Like we eat more than we realize. And so we have to adjust to that. So this week I was at this class. So he took it under his wing to make two big slow cooker meats. So one was a slow cooker full of chicken and spices. And the other was beef ragu. And we're using this as a trial to eat one of those meals for each uh, a night each week, but then also this is like what we would pack for breakfast and lunch. So far, so good. I'll keep you posted, but that makes it easy. We know we just cook two slow cooker meals or meats on the weekend, and we just find other ways to package them all week long so we're not left without breakfast and lunch, which is really critical to us. We can deal with supper, but when there's not breakfast and lunch, things get a little dicey around here. Mama gets angry. Let's put it that way. But if that system works, it's really an easy thing to think, right? Like all you need is two slow cooker meats and how are you going to use them throughout the rest of the week? So it's just taking those things and kind of altering them, which there's a blog post coming on this. So stay tuned for that. But some slow cooker recipes I'm loving, again, the beef ragu, really delicious, really hearty. And there's lots of ways to use it, whether it's stuffing it in a baked potato, putting it over a salad, putting it over sweet potato noodles or using it with gnocchi. There's tons of ways to use it. And the, and the other one is just basic. Even if you just slow cooked plain chicken and you could make chicken salad with it, you could make chicken teriyaki, you can make chicken Caesar salads, you can make chicken tacos. Like there's so many things to do with just a pot of shredded chicken and just flavoring as the day comes. So really basic things, but can be really critical for your overall health. Given that, I'm still looking for more soup recipes, more slow cooker recipes, maybe even some casserole recipes. So send them over if you have them. Other recipes that I'm really loving, pumpkin bars, because tis the season for pumpkin. Some people are like not yet, not ready or overwhelmed right on Pinterest with all this pumpkin. But on my blog, I have these amazing pumpkin bars. Can't get enough, you guys. Seriously amazing. You can make them into muffins. You can make it into pumpkin bread, whatever your heart desires. You've got to make these pumpkin bars because they are delicious. And finally, I just found this awesome recipe where you take plain baked donuts or flavored baked donuts, like more um, sandwich style, and you bake donuts, cut them in half, and you use that as like a like a little English muffin. So you can make breakfast sandwiches or lunch sandwiches with these things like soup and salad or soup and sandwiches. I think it's a genius idea. They put like poppy seeds and sesame seeds on top. It looked heavenly. So my new goal is to make these babies gluten-free, healthy as much as possible. And so we can all have a great bread to use for things like that. You know, I'm, I'm thinking breakfast sandwiches that can be frozen, grab and heat and go. Or you just take it out of the oven, slap a fried egg on it, and you are good to go. So that's what I'm thinking. Easy, easy things, which... I hope you've noticed over the course of Simple Roots that, you know, last year I was really into making these like maybe more fancy or out there recipes a little bit more complicated. And now, hey, Simple Roots is all about simple and basic and realistic. So I'm just going for those realistic things that we could use over and over in multiple ways or that are just quick and easy to throw in and just stick with that, right? Like we all want realistic things 
yes, other things are great to look at, but let's just stick with the basics. And I hope that you'll enjoy that as well. So that's a little tidbit into where Simple Roots is going with the recipes. I definitely haven't been using as many or cooking as many simply because I've been focusing more on the nutrition aspect of things. Um, But it sounds like people still like those recipes, the realistic ones that taste delicious. So I'm still going to put those in there once in a while. And again, throw out Roundup posts because those went over really, really well. And speaking of meal planning, you guys, I have been waiting so long to release an update on the special project that I'm working on, but I'm just going to give you some more hints. I have very special guests, my partner in crime on this project coming on the show in the upcoming weeks. I know you guys are going to love this. It's actually a physical product, something you can hold. It's something you're going to use every single day, and it's going to help you plan your meals. It's going to help you become a better cook in the kitchen, be more realistic with your life, and help you to enjoy the things that you actually enjoy doing, whether that's being outside, gardening. So it's not just about health, but it's really a tool that's going to help catapult your health all while helping you live a better life. It is amazing. I can't wait for you guys to see it, get your hands on it, to use it, and to let it kind of revolutionize your life as well. Other things that Simple Ritz is doing, um, again, the hormonal diet, but I still feel like I'm in this period of transition of developing these things and knowing that there's a bigger plan for Simple Ritz, a, a big picture, but I can't really define the clarity on that. I can't really get clear on that yet. Um, I know it's out there. I know I will develop clarity with it and see where it's going. I know it's going to be a little twisted, maybe different than what other people are doing. But again, I just can't clearly define that at this point. And I know I told you four months ago the same exact thing, but I have a lot of hope and a lot of belief and a lot of faith that this is going to be life-changing and this is going to be just realistic. You know, something that we all are looking for. It's not the quick fix. It's not a fad diet. It's not a phase, but it's really how do we capture and own our own lives and become self-aware so that we don't need all these rules and regulations and programs. What we need is just listening to our own bodies and supporting that um, and teaching that to you and helping you along that journey, but mostly just creating a community of people who are like-minded and can help each other along. You know, I'm not perfect. I try to really respect and honor my body, but yeah, it's real life. You know, things happen. Life comes up. Obviously, I was really sick this year too. And so it's all about going with the flow, learning your new normal, and just sticking with that. Never waiting for the perfect moment because there is no perfect moment. And so one last thing that I want to leave you with, and I need a little help with you on this. I just signed up for Audible, which is online books or books on tape kind of essentially, but it can go on your iPhone or whatever. And I'm just doing this because I feel like I can fit in listening to books more than I can actually fit in sitting down to read. And I love books. I find that I get a lot of wisdom and knowledge and just insight and a good boost and pick me up in my everyday life. Now, this is amazing coming from someone who in grade school hated to read. I didn't like it. I would much rather do math problems and all that stuff, which is funny because I would consider myself a very creative person. But reading was just never my jam. And now I just can't get enough of it. But again, given that most days I have five kids under my roof during the the daytime hours and at night I'm working, it just is not realistic. So books that I can listen to is going to be my best friend for the next few years, maybe for the rest of my life because I can listen to them on the way to school, while I'm doing errands, on my way to work, presentations, things like that. And not to mention while I'm doing tasks like laundry. So I downloaded Audible, which... I've heard great, great things about, but I need a book. 
I can't decide between the books like Uninvited. I started reading Present Over Perfect. I've heard great things about that. Maybe some of the health books I was looking at are The Power of Habit or Boundaries. I don't know, you guys. Can you help me figure out what book you've read and really like and think it would be really valuable for me to read? Um, Give me some insight on what you would recommend. I'm going more for like the health slash self-help book, not necessarily a fiction book, although I do love those as well. So that's what I'm going for. Make sure you leave a comment in the show notes or uh, send me an email and let me know your thoughts on all of that stuff, even where to find those candles if anyone has those. Well, let's wrap it up again. I don't want to take all of your time today, although I could sit here for hours and chat with you. But that's our first episode of Breakfast with Alexa. I hope you enjoyed what's happening in my life and my current favorites as you go about your day. And hopefully this will help you find a little extra boost in your step to live your best life. Remember, it doesn't have to be complex. It's just about going back to the basics and knowing you aren't alone on this journey. We have some really, really great episodes coming up, and I'm so excited to share those with you, like being a moment maker, journaling and day planning, cravings, hormones, and so much more. But in the meantime, this was just a light in your day and a way to catch up, chat, and enjoy the first full week of fall. If you enjoyed what you heard and want more information, personal stories sent straight to your inbox to fully be a part of a community that can come around you and support you on this walk to living your best life, then you're going to want to sign up for my daily emails, which are full of inspiration, personal stories, fun tips, as well as meal plans, recipes, and exclusive content that you can only find there. To sign up, visit simpleritzwellness.com and add your name and email address and you will be on the list to get your daily emails. Again, thank you so much for listening, for being a part of this journey with me and really for embracing life and living it to the best. Until next time, I'm signing off.